We're recording! I want all this fun stuff to be in there. All of this fun stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like me having a meltdown. Okay. Yeah. So this is like the cold opener. Yeah, this is the cold opener. Okay, well, we should describe that we're in a bit of a cod factory. We've got a lot of journos spent all day with a VP PlayStation set up. Call of Duty whirring around for about 12 hours and we have felt, grinded the hell out of it. It's felt almost like, like an old school LAN party. It has honest, felt like an right? old school LAN party, yeah. Which is kind of nice, actually. I haven't done this in a long time. No, no. But, uh, dear listeners, we've brought you our slaving away. We were able to produce weapon guides, map guides, reviews, first impressions. And in our own small way, we're going to shape the meta of Call of Duty Vanguard. It was, I would say, not a hard birth. It wasn't that we had to call the nurses, get the clamps, call for a C-section. It was actually quite smooth well, you with Vanguard. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're off to the banter starts already. Yeah, well, almost, almost. <laughs> but, hear the but first, but first... I'm here. Hey, hey, it's the Early Game Podcast. Yeah. Hello and welcome, listeners, to the 13th of what will surely be a great this many early game podcasts. This is episode 13. What is it? This is it's a special. Episode 12.5. Okay, well... It's a nugget. It's a nugget. Uh, nuggets, okay. nuggets, nuggets, it's the early, early game. Nuggets, nuggets, nuggets. Well, are we going to put this in nuggets, episode 13? Early game nuggets. <laughs> well, um, we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're not really sure, guys. Um, well, whenever and wherever you're listening <laughs> to this, this is the early game podcast crew after a day of grinding and writing about Call of Duty Vanguard. As I said, it was a good launch. We... Didn't think so highly of some things, but overall, I think hugely positive. I personally loved it, but we'll get into that in greater depth. How are you both doing? Tired? Oh, so tired. It is quite late. I'm tired. Yeah. But I'm very excited to be with you guys, as usual. I'm, I'm really excited to be Especially here as well. Especially after Evan and I, we did a remote episode. It was fun, but it was strange. It was fun, but it was very odd. It was very... You, you Listeners might have noticed that we were a little bit uncertain with ourselves. The first 10 minutes or so of the podcast, yeah, we I definitely, warmed up. Yeah, because we have amazing chemistry. Exactly. But now we're back we're together. Like, we're like the witch from from Macbeth, you know? No. Uh, boil, the, uh, the witch boil, is, boil, which they were famous for three. Yes, exactly. But in this example, there were two of you. Exactly. No, that's a terrible example. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I'm, I'm Lady Macbeth because she's the cooler one. And you're the you're the Mr. Macbeth. I, 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 Mr. Macbeth, as I remember famously being called. <laughs> Lady Macbeth and Mr. Macbeth. Anyway, the thing is, we're back together. Exactly. Which is always a special Getting occasion. Getting the band back together. It's always a special occasion. It's being, always a special together. occasion. And especially today, because we're talking Call of Duty Vanguard. We all played it. And I was gone last week. Exactly. I had, I had uh, uh, your son, my lord, has died a soldier's death, but you must not measure your grief by his worth, for then it hath no end. To quote my favourite line from Macbeth. Miss, the famous play Mr. Macbeth. You, you know what? Mr. My... Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like the final line before they all die, which is like, oh, geez, did you, did you remember to turn the pilot light on? The difference there in both accuracy of quoting Shakespeare and in beauty of delivery. Okay, guys, <laughs> guys, in my usual role as uh, umpire of this podcast, I implore us to get to the topic. Okay. So, enough banter. My big question is, is Call of Duty Vanguard good? 
good. <laughs> it's great. But which parts of it are great? Because I know for a fact that at least two thirds of the game, you're not actually agreeing with that. Oh no, no, the campaign I no. the campaign I said between six and eight, which would still qualify as great, but I'm not giving my final review. It's like you haven't okay. listened to the things we talked about in the last six hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, I would say the core, the skeleton of this game is great. It's built on Modern Warfare 2019's engine, so it looks great. We've said the whole time, you know, the graphics are uh, really beyond complaint. Um, at every level, I think it really is an outstanding looking game. It sounds great. The beta, there were huge issues. Yeah, the guns are maybe a little too wimpy at the moment, but they're more than adequate, and a lot of the other sound engineering is really solid. Um, so from the ground, the, the, the skeleton of this, it seems really good. The TTK is good. There's a lot of good weapons here to use. It's satisfying to use those weapons. It's got what you need for a shooter. I would quite like to pick up from that because I played a ton of Modern Warfare on PS4. Um, and it's probably my favorite Call of Duty of all time. Um, especially the multiplayer. And after the beta of Vanguard, I was a bit underwhelmed because the performance wasn't great at all. It was quite chuggy. Uh, it didn't feel quite as good as Modern Warfare. And the sound thing where you mentioned, all those kinds of things. Where like, oh, this feels just not as good. Whereas now when you played the released version, it's like, okay, this feels exactly like Modern Warfare. Yeah. Like this feels, ex at, at least on PS4, it feels exactly like Modern Warfare. Which is a very good thing, because I think that's one of the best feeling uh, shooters, multiple shooters at least, I've ever played. And this basically feels pretty much the same. And that's rarely the case that there are complaints in the beta that are all largely answered. You know, you know, this wasn't you know this wasn't a base that was a long time ago. It was what maybe six mm. weeks, seven weeks. It was exactly six weeks. Exactly six weeks, and they've done this much of an improvement to it. So I'd say yeah. that much alone is quite commendable. Yeah, and uh, like it's 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 completely smooth. It feels uh, weighty in a way that's really nice. Um, you have like. A good amount you have like a good pace like you're just about quick enough everything you do is about quick enough but you also have uh, some slowness and deliberateness to your actions which i really like it all feels kind of heavy while also being pretty fast paced yeah there's good weight to things you can yeah. sprint when you smash into a door you feel that thud and the splintering work yeah, yeah. For sure, and it just feels really good. Um, it definitely feels better than the beta, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think what made the alpha particularly suffer as well, and it was included in the beta, was a big part of the playtesting was a new mode they were trying to push that's going to replace gunfight, which I would say is probably one of the worst bits yeah. that we played today, really. <clears throat> of everything we tried, you know, it just doesn't work, their new mode. I just think fundamentally it doesn't really work. I think it's a shame it's that it's not fun. Yeah, Yeah, I just didn't have any fun with it. I was like, okay... Can we go back to multiplayer now, please? It's kind of weird yeah. that they're tra kind of trying to do the Counter-Strike thing with the buy menu and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it's a weird thing to push into this game, and it's a shame that it replaces Gunfight, because Gunfight was actually really great, I think. Gunfight was such a clean and pure experience yeah. of a shooter at its best. Like, that drama of being two-on-two, two, just starting with a sweet Glock and just sliding behind some barrels. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, was, it actually was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, whereas this kind of feels to it, it 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 kind of feels like that but also too complicated at the same time yeah it's 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 clearly uh they hit a boardroom they said we need something new and they thought okay what works csgo has ek rounds valorant has ek rounds 
and they've kind of thought, okay, those things work. Let's try and introduce them in this round based play. And they try to kind of get that working, but yeah, they kind of lost the brilliant simplicity of gunfight. But otherwise, the multiplayer is the multiplayer. Oh, yeah, otherwise, the multiplayer is really actually one of the highlights of the game. Yeah, this is a mode you don't need to play, so please don't yeah. take this as a negative review of the game because the rest of the multiplayer is all there. Yeah, I immediately like was transported back to 2019 from World of Warfare. And I was like, oh, I could play it for hours now. Yeah, like quite easily. And I like the new playlist stuff of like Blitz. Things, yeah, um, the combat pacing. So if you weren't aware, listeners, you can choose now whether your game is tactical, assault, or blitz. So that basically means, depending on the size of map you have, you either have what would be a small amount of players for the map, quite a few players, or the map is absolutely crammed with players. So it's basically either chaos, run around, kind of shipment-style headless chickens with SMGs, or slow and steady, suppressors on, search and destroy style. I think that's, that's a really yeah. good thing that they've done with this game. That, I think that just really should cover everyone's different, what they want, their different tastes from COD. I think it should really meet those tastes well. Mm. And map design was a highlight. We've got uh, we've got a series of videos that you can see as uh, we went through and we kind of reviewed each map, we showed you some gameplay, and we're going to be following up with some map guides. And I think that's where this game really does excel. Like It doesn't have, at the moment, I haven't found my, my shipment, my estate, my terminal, but those are some of the best maps in Call of Duty franchise history. I'd say, on in general, very consistent, very strong here. What was the one that you said was also World War? Was it Castle? Oh, Castle, Castle, yeah. yep. I mean, I never played World of War, so I had no familiarity with it at all. Yeah. But I played one round and immediately was like, this is a fantastic map. Yeah. This is, this is like a Call of Duty map design uh, at its peak. Like it's so it it's just immediately so much fun to play in, and also so complex that you have like, um, so many different ways of interacting with the map. Yeah. And like choosing different paths and tactics and 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 it looks really great. It's like I like the design. I mean, it's like it's a Japanese castle. You've you if you play the video game, you've seen one of those. Um. But it's very, very well realized, I think. And it was like immediately so much fun to play in. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was the one that really stuck out with me. Um, I don't remember the others yeah. we played today. It's one of those maps, Castle, where you see a cool thing, like a, a tower or a tunnel, and you can go there. It's not that thing on maps, oh, that looks cool, and you go and it's blocked off, so you yeah. can't go in there. Yeah, because it's a very contained map. But it's, yeah, it's not huge. I think it's really well done where it's contained into a very specific area, but it's quite big within that yeah like yeah. you have also because it's quite vertical in certain spaces so you yeah. have a lot of maneuverability a lot of variety um within a fairly dense contain, uh, contained space yeah you've got That's the long right. open sight lines to engage in those longer firefights you've got tight internal corners and it's, you've got lots of little yeah. flanking nooks and crannies if you prefer that kind of it, it's not like piccadilly in modern warfare where it's Whoa. like you're literally in the this, this central london and you can't go anywhere because for some reason the streets are blocked it's blocked but it's, <laughs> it's so it's yeah. so annoying like that kind it's of map ridiculous. is really annoying whereas this one that's the exact opposite and it works isn't it, like isn't a it funny just as a quite small transgression how Modern Warfare 29 seems to do everything right but it had such terrible map design it's like it's just Partly. one area where they just dropped the they just dropped the ball I think quite badly oh we could we could argue about this for days hey hey there were some, some good ones some of them were amazing right, yeah. Euphrates Bridge was oh that did not play well no. 
No. But back to Vanguard. Yeah. This is where the map design is really strong. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't, yeah, I don't know if any of them have stood out as really iconic yet, but the general level is really consistent. Loads what, of them are fun to What play would on. you say is your favourite map that's not a remake? Good, good. It's good that you added the caveat, not a remake, because I've always got my races. I'm like, oh, I'm nine again. Um, uh, so what would be my best map that I've played? I like uh, Collange. It's the one we're always going to have difficulty pronouncing. Is it called Collange? It's a northern Collage. France uh, Think of it like farm. a combination of different scraps of paper sticky taped together. A collage, like a collage. Like a collage. Uh, I thought this one, that one was maybe... That one was maybe my favourite. I like decoy quite a lot. I know you didn't think as hard as decoy, but I quite like decoy. I I, I do like decoy. I think that there are some mistakes that they've made there. There are some kind of areas where it's very easy for... Especially if you have a team that's talking to each other where they're, they're, they're going to go into that space and they're going to defend it and they're going to communicate and it's just going to be very hard to flush them out um which i think can be a bit of a problem it's a bit campy yeah yeah um what was the one that we played in the beta which was like a hotel oh hotel royal the top yeah. of the parisian hotel i, I like that a lot oh yeah, yeah i like that too it's a very cool. It's 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 extremely <coughs> cool design, like just aesthetically, and I also think with like the mixture of the outside bit and the inside bit is is classic Call of Duty to me. Yeah, they've done it's 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 a three lane Call of Duty map, so it's conventional in that sense, but it's really the high. It's yeah. it's they're showing they're flexing their muscle. They know they can do that well. Three really clear lines, a great central internal space, and, and then very you've different. got that rooftop. Yeah. Yeah, and each each of these areas of play plays differently. Yeah, it's yeah, as I say, it's conventional Call of Duty map design, but it's hugely well done. Well done. Well, and there's the almost map- no power positions. That that thing that we had the problem with decoy, as you say, there is that area, and it's my problem with Gavutu is there's a very clear power position on one side of the map. You don't get that with Hotel Royal. You're never completely safe, and you can get flushed out. Gavutu was also in the beta, right? Exactly. It takes oh, place I on the coast. I didn't like that at all. It was the one with the ship and the yeah. beach. No. I and there's know. that little AA tower, which is basically oh, the only a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It's an absolute <laughs> mess. But like um, um, maybe. <laughs> it would be funny to talk about there was that one map that we all agreed was pretty terrible with the disgusting water oh, oh Subpens this is a remaster I didn't agree it was terrible <laughs> well for, I do think it's pretty ugly it's and ugly I found it very confusing and kind of annoying because uh, there was also this bit where you have like a heightened area which is like a control tower kind of bit yeah and People, if you stand there, you can basically look over the rest of the map. Yeah, but you are pretty them. vulnerable. But you're right. I, is, I yeah. didn't I didn't feel that those people, that I felt like I was the vulnerable one down there. Yeah. Because every time, every second time I got killed, there was some, someone up there. This is one, so the thing is about uh, lots of these maps is, and lots of the campaign as well, weirdly not with the zombies, is they do want to show off, look at what a good job we've done with how well this looks. They want to show you how beautiful it is. It's playful to the eye. A lot of these maps are outside, luscious environments where it's it's pleasant to be there. It's vibrant. Subpens isn't. It's a dark, corrugated iron, all looks the same, yeah. industrial building. And, and I don't understand the water graphics. It's, it's just like a flat, green surface that they've just 
that they just have moving horizontally across the floor. And it looks really bad. And what I don't get is in something like um, Bogutu, is that what it's called? Ba- yeah. Bagu, something uh, like that. Gavutu. The water looks fine. Yeah. I think that is a very good looking map. It's just, uh, I don't like the way it's designed. Like the beach area, it's like yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree. It's like the the sub pen kind of looks like it's from a sub pen's a, a fan favorite ago. though. That one yeah. that one goes down as like a famously like that, iconically strong search and destroy map. That's why Call of Duty fans are suckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f you guys. <laughs> no, I'm one of you. Don't but, worry. Um, fans should won't we... hurt us. Sorry, <laughs> I was just talking to the Call of Duty fans oh, in the right, audience. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should we wrap up the multiplayer talk? I just want to talk a little bit about the customization. I think that um, there's just... I, I talked a couple of episodes ago about Far Cry 6 and how Far Cry 6 has all of these co- this customization and it's just too much and it has no point. Now, of course, in Call of Duty, it does have a point because you get various buffs from it and that's very, very important when it comes to actual... Um, you know, get, getting a good, well-balanced loader is good for obvious reasons, but there's no need for there to be 10 fucking attachments. It's pointless. I strongly there's, disagree. There's 10 slots and like between what, six and 10 a slot. It's a, you're looking at like a, a max 71 attachment. It's a lot of attachments. But I think COD fans have grown to love it. Like, Modern Warfare 2019 brought the gunsmith, and it spoiled us, and I don't think we're going back. I agree this is on the far end. Maybe, maybe I'm happy mm. with that many attachments, but maybe at any one time you can only fill five slots or something. No, but I, I strongly disagree because I always hated that. That you I, couldn't fill them yeah, all? I, I, I always got annoyed at that, and I think it's stupid. And I much, much prefer it this way. <laughs> And I think also because it gives you just much more possibilities to really custom, like really make a unique uh, kind of this gun. I suppose it yeah. was arbitrary that you weren't allowed. Like in Modern Warfare 2019, so your men and players like special it was honestly forces, like, it, and it's not like the armory at the Royal Armories or something was going to go. No, you've already got a red dot sight. You're not allowed that as well. Oh, but please, can I have an extra? Like, it, there's no reason. It's like, I'm, I'm getting killed out there. Could I please have a grip? But <laughs> n- no, you have a Christmas tree hanging down from your gun. You cannot have the grip. Yeah. It's like, how, like fuck you. Yeah. Like, honestly, it, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting very agitated about this because, of, um, because I'm very tired. It was a sticking um, point with Modern Warfare. It, it did generally grind my gears. Like, I cannot believe how annoying this was to me. And I think maybe it's because I'm a spoiled first world person that I want to have everything I can whereas Call of Duty was always like no you can't and I never understood it whereas now if it's like I'm I'm um, I'm in in one of those game shows where you just walk into a supermarket and you can mm. you have one minute to grab everything ding ding you can. ding ding you're the millionth yeah. player Faris you can just grab grips it's so, I, I feel and, much yeah. much happier with that they do do a good job, I'll say, of balancing them. They've done a really good job here of making it a trade-off game with your attachments. So it's not when we say there's ten attachments, it's not like you throw ten on and you just absolutely rinse people. You've got to think carefully about the kind of gun you want to build, and you can make something, you know, have really good recoil control or something. But it comes at a big cost to a lot of other areas. So I do. I, I will say they've balanced it quite well. There's going to be some broken stuff there. Sure, There's going to be some sure. broken stuff. You know, you can already tell the STG, I think, is going to get a hot nerf pretty early doors. They'll keep it in because at the moment, strong. 
it serves the same role the M4 did in Modern Warfare 2019. It's day one, it's level one unlock, it's a really easy to use weapon, it's massively customizable, and it's just your, just, you can just say to someone who's never played Call of Duty, just use this, level this, and you've got the best thing in the weapon. It won't stand when it's integrated to Warzone because balance is far, far more important, I would say. It's just a more competitive environment. But for now, the STG is too strong, yeah. I would say, even. But like, remember, what happened in the beta when I played that horrible shotgun? Oh god! And I and I got to like level twenty, and had all the unlocks, and it became like a fucking dream of a weapon. Yeah. Because I was able to customize it in a way where it was like I'm having, it's it's a completely different well, weapon. Well, now. well, I well and, I well and I had so much fun with it. I suspect it was what's that thing when you've been taken hostage then you get sh uh, Stockholm Syndrome Stockholm Syndrome I think it's because you've had to so you don't know listeners for us to make these gun guides we have to put people like Faris through the awful task of levelling a shotgun a terrible shotgun and it's a it's really awful I suffered for multiple hours but then, <laughs> yeah. but then eventually it was like oh this is actually really fun I, yeah. I, I unlocked enough things where it was like oh you, you get the you get the fire ammo you get the more um, the bigger um, magazines it became barely viable and you were crying I can make kills now <laughs> I'm killing some people I literally just leveled by like doing objectives I think luckily if you, did, if you didn't play the beta listeners you missed out on the horror show because they buffed all the shotguns but the that was the oh. auto loading shotgun before they buffed it the revolving shotgun it just, the revolving one it didn't kill people even if you were like point blank with a shotgun I was literally yeah. in someone's face Holding a shotgun to the nose, yeah, they pulling the trigger and nothing happened. They hard capped it so it couldn't be a one hit kill, even though it's a shotgun. And someone with an MP40, <laughs> and just does shit, yeah. Oh, but yeah, terrible. It's, but that's it's, not in the game anymore. Um, it seems like a really good multiplayer. Um, and to be honest, it does so because it feels like Mother Warfare. Yeah, yeah, it's Which, following. You know, it's not you, revolutionary. It's I not. Mean, yeah. You could kind of say about this game, it's like it's it's a bit more um, not morally. I mean that too, but like creatively bankrupt, pretty what? much. Um, it's iterative. It's following from it's it's the spiritual success to World yeah. of War and its no, map and its right. story I, I, and I, I, Modern Warfare twenty nineteen and its skeleton. I just didn't argue like, that iterous, uh, the, the the process of iteration is kind of creatively bankrupt no no I, don't, I think no, what no, they've done with the no, individuals I, I was just gonna say I did an Evan thing where I had a very reasonable and smart point but I um, <laughs> uh, uh, like shouted it out like a you rendered it ridiculous by extreme over exaggeration <laughs> well I mean I mean in the same way that my my PlayStation Plus opinion is is perfectly reasonable well. <laughs> that's not, that's not, we really do not have the time to go back to that <laughs> <laughs> but no it is very iterative I mean, I personally didn't really see much in the entire game, could argue maybe in the campaign, that I haven't seen in a Call of Duty before, and especially in Modern Warfare. I'm kind of... I mean, you guys are on the Call of Duty beat. You pay attention to this game every day. I didn't know this would be so close to that game. Yeah. Because I would, I, would, I would have been more excited because I love Modern Warfare. And I'm actually... I mean, we talked about this before privately. I wasn't gonna get this game. I probably still won't, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm, I'm more tempted now. You're more tempted. You'll at least maybe play a bit of Warzone, so you can use those weapons. Or you'll join me on a free weekend, maybe. Oh, I would always do that. Can though. you see I'll one of these? Join you wherever you are. <laughs> hey, whatever the weekend. Hey, I'm paying fast. Sorry, how, how, sorry. <laughs> how do you bring it back how to... do you feel that these weapons are going to work in, in Warzone? Oh, that's going to be weird, isn't it? <sighs> I think they're going to. So with Black Ops Cold War, the weapons were like instantly too broken. 
But in Black Ops Cold War, those weapons had almost no felt recoil. They were very easy to use. In this game, at least at base, we're using them against other weapons in Vanguard, so we're not feeling it yet. And the TTKs are relatively low, so they don't feel it yet. I think against traditional Warzone weapons, they're going to be really, really... They're going to feel much more difficult to use. They're going to be punishing because it's more of a high-skill meta. So to balance that, and because they want to promote the guns, I think they're going to come in and be filthy strong. Like Some of the marksman rifles at the moment, they wouldn't survive with their current damage profiles because there would be no point using them in Warzone. But things like the M1 Garen, they're going to make it like a two-shot or a three-shot headshot, even when someone's fully plated, and it's going to rinse. And they're going to have a really hard time balancing with balancing them with the other two games worth of weapons because these of all the weapons are the hardest to use so to counteract that they're going to have to make them i think they're just going to have to make them much stronger in damage profiles i think a lot of them will struggle though even when you do that i think a lot of them will really struggle honestly it won't be the same case as with black ops cold war i think where they're instantly better i think they'll need to buff them into popularity yeah yeah it'll be difficult to integrate well um we will play warzone yeah, some point and see what what happens. Should but we should we move on? I we think we talked should. a lot about. The I think yeah. that we should talk a little bit about the zombies. Yeah, just okay. uh, just as a little cap off. We're all feeling pretty positive on this, right? Like I'm, I was positively surprised. Yeah, because I played the beta and I liked this much more. Yeah, it's yeah. iterative in terms of its gameplay of other Call of Duty's we've seen, but it, it follows off the good ones and it's it's bor- it's been s- selective in the right way. They've taken the right bits of other games and it is a bit of a cobbledy put together in gameplay, but the World War Two setting, I love it. I think you know a lot of people say oh, we've had that before, but. It is the biggest conflict in human history, and it probably will always be that we see fought with small arms. So I think it's understandable that we see more games from that era. You know what else sort of followed the good ones? The zombies mode. Yes, yeah. The zombies mode is... Okay, should we hit that next, then? That was a good segue. That, that was, was a very good segue. Good segue but okay? it's also a very, very sad segue. What have they done? What have they done, guys? I think I think they've uh, they've uh, only shown us the little finger here. They haven't completed. You've ruined it. it. Ruined it. I haven't ruined anything ever. I don't know why you're looking at me. I think I'm always with this kind of thing because this obviously seems like a kind of uh, let's not say e-football. And um, this seems like a situation we're seeing probably more and more often now, where it's like a game or part of a game is releasing. Un- obviously, I'm finished. Um. There's usually parts they probably had to make like a decision at some point because COVID in fact uh um, in fact <laughs> that too maybe um affected the, the the development cycle and everything probably had to make a decision okay we probably won't be able to do everything we usually yeah. do mm-hmm. and uh, zombies is the most obvious like Canada to have things cut and it really feels like a um rump of itself like it's very it's it's there's not a lot there right now no it probably will at some point but um i mean it's fine what it is but it's not nothing special really and i think if you i mean there are a lot of people out there who mainly play zombies right like they won't out for that you i wouldn't buy it you shouldn't buy it you shouldn't buy it for zombies if you if you if you jump into zombies and use it as a chill leveling tool and you just want to get the weapon up, and you just want to hang like, out with friends, hang out with friends, or something. You can do that a bit. It's serviceable as a mode. You know, if we compare it to what Infinity Ward gives us with Carp, it's better than Survival. It's better than the Spec Ops missions we got in 2019. To be fair, 
but it's very there's one map there's one mode it's not much variation it's not a big map and it's not original and it's very stripped back you just don't get much of a zombies mode really i would have rather it was kind of strange like um and we all played the bit the way they structured it with the little missions um yeah. i thought it felt really slow i i i just kept like just standing there and just waiting for the fucking thing to load and it's like especially on the way back where like you achieve the objective and then you gotta stand there and nothing is happening and because there's no wall buys anymore there's basically nothing to collect or do in the little maps after the zombies are gone and then you gotta stand there for like 30 seconds or something and the the waves are very long yeah, and you did have, as you said in our first impressions video, which you should go away and uh, watch, listeners. But as you said there, Evan, normally you explore your way through the map, but this teleport thing doesn't—it doesn't feel like that. And you kind of just—you don't get that sense of, oh, let's break over the next way. It's almost like, oh, we're back to Stalingrad when you're done with the teleport, and you don't—you don't really get that sense of where does this door lead or where are mm. we going? That sense of adventure at all, really. And because they use it reusing. Very small parts of remastered maps yeah. and multiplayer maps. You don't get that sense of what's behind the no. door. I don't think at any point we were going to those teleports thinking, where is this going to take us? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So the zombies were the weakest of the three, I think we'd all agree. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, but don't the- buy this game if you're buying it for the zombies right now. I'm sure we'll talk about it again because there is more to come. There's more to come. I think they'll, they've realised... You're absolutely right. This is clearly a decision that we're seeing of someone in finance saying, there's only so much time, we need to meet this deadline, we need to shift around our resources, yeah. we're Sledgehammer, we're not known for zombies, as long as it's got one, it's okay. Let's focus on weapons and multiplayer because that's going to be the core of Warzone, our big product right now. <clears throat> the campaign we want to hit home because we're doing World War II, so it's a very meaningful campaign. Zombies we can deal with later that's how it feels to me at least yeah but i also just feel like i mean i think you said it in the first impressions video of virus but okay then don't release it i think we'll just be more complaining about that yeah but i mean does it even need a zombies mode that's the other thing what if they just release haven't they done that before where they added like, didn't Modern Warfare 2 get those Spec Ops missions? I mean, they weren't, like, amazing, but... No, they were bad. It added them uh, quite quickly afterwards, more of the Spec Ops missions, because people complained, but they never got... They never did anything to their survival mode. I've never played them. I mean, I, I played good. the ones in Modern Warfare 2, where they were amazing. The Modern Warfare 2 Spec Ops were whole missions, and Modern Warfare 3, when it first introduced survival, was a good mode. It was, like... It was Modern Warfare's answer to zombies. You fight terrorists with guns, but it's well thought out. It really worked. And the version of it, like, Modern Warfare 2019, it was like, oh, we need another third of the game. But they were building Warzone, and we didn't know that on launch. And it's just like, it's basically like, as they built the dance, they just let us do some nonsense in, like, what came to be to have a Warzone Superstore or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true. So it's not that bad. Don't, you know, it's not that bad. I think think we all agreed, ultimately, that we would have liked a more traditional Horde mode. At least the option to. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't... don't... More simple. Like, I, I, I dislike zombies more the more complicated it got. I've never been interested in the story of zombies. I don't understand The numbers, why... Mason. What do they mean? Yeah. Uh, why, why is Treyarch going for this? Um, well, people this totally whole love story it. Thing. Someone out there... 
The people John, who, John secretly talked to earlier, they love it. Who are the <laughs> Those people? Suckers. Who are these people, and why are they? Why do they exist? Why do they exist? I, I mean, you know what? You know what I would say. I would say I bet there are people who buy it for that. Who I, I don't mind that they keep the story and they keep those things in. But I think there's so many more people that I hear, like yourself, like Faris, like me, um, like almost everyone I hear from who used to play COD a bit. It's kind of a casual jump in at this game or that game sometimes. Who just thinks. This is too much. This is too complicated. Give me back to basics. And I think they just... I don't know why they're so... Why they don't want to relent on this point. They don't want to give us a classic round back. So I think... I don't know what it is, really. I but this is, this is where the biggest disconnect at the moment between Call of Duty and its fan base, or one of the biggest points of disconnect, is that so many people just want I think that they rounds. don't... I think that they... I mean, like, I, there was a lot of complaining that, oh, every zombie mode is the same, you know? Like... You know, World at War, and then Black Ops, and then Black Ops 2, and then blah, 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 blah. And every single one was basically the same. Um, I think it was Infinite Warfare, or perhaps Advanced Warfare, one of those two games, that did kind of change it a bit. And I thought that that was really solid. It wasn't well executed, but it was really... It, it, was, a, it was a cool idea, and... Um, I'm just trying to remember what it was called, something about a zoo or something like this. Um, but it was a different approach to zombies they took for a while there. And, no, I, and I, I mean, it was in cool. kind of this um, transition period between what we have now, which is just these overblown bullshit storylines. Um, it's not about horde mode anymore. It's not about surviving. It's about getting to the next objective to do the thing, to unlock the other thing, so that you can find out why Zykov is a thing. And I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't give a shit who Zykov is. I love the idea that someone out there what it plays so religiously. There's got to be one person for whom this is genuinely suspenseful. Like, oh my god, it was Rick Tatham. Like, drops their controller yeah, like the yeah, end of The Last of Us or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. That's how that. Yeah, they've got like a board behind them. It's dark ether circling yeah, like red, the, loads like of the, pins around. Yeah, like the yeah. It's Always Sunny meme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that there's one person there who's like, oh my god, this is how the dark ether story is concluded. And they're calling yeah. it a saga. Yeah. Of all things. Ah, uh, everything is a fucking. Saga. Candy Crush is a saga. <laughs> really? You know what else is a saga, Evan? What else is a saga? The Ferris. campaign of Call of Duty Vanguard. That was a poor, that was a terrible link. <laughs> no, I, I tried to do one earlier when you said it's about following objectives. And I was like, oh, what else? Where else do we follow objectives? I just, and then we talked on for like what I minutes. What I do just want to say. Because <laughs> your first one was good, so I feel justified in calling that one out. There was a moment yeah. when we were playing zombies where you guys were playing in the map that kind of looks a little bit like Kino to Toten. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you were struggling. Fish was struggling. I was killing it. No, no, that's not true, John. Um, (laughs) You were almost dead multiple times, and you you were very close to losing that. And that was so tense. And it was good. Was so yeah, good. that was the good bash. Yeah, there are there are moments in there, but it should it should just be the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one last word. I find it kind of weird how disjointed it is. Like yeah. the whole experience of like you have to wait a little hub, and then you go to like. Well, that thing in so, actually that thing in Black Ops Cold War kind of worked. <laughs> where it was disjointed because you go to a new I world. I played that one. 
uh, there's a whole world to explore. But in this one, you go to a room, so it does feel yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. You teleport to a room. You teleport yeah. to a little chamber. There's a lot of... I mean, tiny it's, little chamber. It's, it's exaggerated, but some of them are, like, big, not that big rooms. No. There was that one area where we played where it was, like, a farmish area where it was, like, kind of cool, but the objective really sucked. Yeah. It was really annoying. Yeah, they had to, like... Stay with the ball. Yeah, stay with the fucking ball. Yeah. It was a yellow ball made of bones or something. It's just nonsense, really. No, and I, I found it confusing and kind of... It broke up the game. Um, the way they did it here kind of broke up the gameplay in a way that felt... And didn't feel that good to me. No. No, you're right. But, I mean, look, we like the engine this is built on. We like the guns. Yeah. We could see more. As I've said in the First Impressions, go see it. Uh, we'll get a review. Out. A review will be out by the time this is published that you can go and read. At the moment, I think we're all agreed. We're not impressed. I don't think anyone is with the zombies. I wouldn't buy it for the zombies. But let's see what happens, you know. The first, I'm sure it will be a big focal point of their first bit of seasonal content. They know it's the weaker. They must know it's one of yeah. their weakest part of the games. But... Speaking of weak, let's talk about... Right, no, let's not do this link, because that suggests the campaign is weak. Let's no, instead say, I, I, unlike I, the weak zombies, let's talk about the, yeah. in my opinion, good so far, I'm going to complete it, and maybe I'll even say great campaign. Yeah. Those first, two don't agree. First of all, about the, no, no, about our segue game, I fucked up so much with the last one that I was very ready to, to just be like, okay, let's talk campaign. Like, just be very straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, okay, let's talk campaign. And you know what else? Straightforward, Evan. Um, the Call of Duty campaign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is linear. It is World War Two. You shoot. There people. are some very clear villains, um, and uh, Hitler's it's a lot actually of fun. the bad guy in this one. So watch out for that, listeners, when you're playing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Easter egg spot. Yeah, and he's evil. Yeah. Um. No, I, I I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah, I um, it looks good. I mean, it's it's okay. Like I'm I'm kind of torn because there were parts of it that I found to be quite boring, because they're very standard Call of Duty campaign stuff. Um, oh, I'm in a building and I'm shooting through it, and now I have a sniper rifle and I'm shooting Nazis in the face, and oh, there's tanks now and I need to evade them and. It's like, okay, I've done this at least three times before and I haven't even played every campaign. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but there's stuff that, I mean, we, we played on the PS5 and there's a one mission, especially we played with the, um, where you are a pilot. Yeah. And Mayday, Mayday! And that was just very impressive. Like, yeah. That was just really... Going in for a dive bomb. Very well executed, very well done. Like, just gorgeous. Yeah. And also some of the cutscenes look incredible. The cutscenes look incredible. Yeah. I think the core difference here compared to most Call of Duty campaigns, it might not have come through in final execution. As you say, it can end up feeling like quite a standard Call of Duty campaign. But what they've done here, which again, you can see how it's been followed spiritually from Modern Warfare 2019, is they've tried to take those elements where you feel like a special forces person, you do the silent, silent, creepy, creepy, stealth, sniper-focused missions that used to be only, say five of a total 12 or three of a total 12 missions in older COD games. Modern Warfare 2019 made that the focus. Now it's the entirety of the campaign. The whole thing we're playing as Special Forces 
And the idea is, at least at the start of each of these missions, you go in with your suppressed sniper, you crawl through the snow. But in execution, this is thing we talked about in our first impressions, once you get seen, which is quite easy to be seen because there aren't stealth mechanics to back up this story in COD, it can descend quite easily into a corridor shooter. Um, but, I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we've we only... When we at the recording of this, we're on maybe our fifth mission or something. Mm. I think we're about maybe between a third and halfway through. So maybe this is one, again, we return to next week. Whereas with the zombies and the multiplayer, yeah. I feel we've got enough of a feeling for it. Maybe the campaign we return to. I'm liking it. I like a World War II story. I like these heroes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, um... We talked about it in the video as well, where it's like, similar to Modern Warfare, this has pretty good character work. Um, I, I really, I always forget her fucking name. Polina. Yes. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. We literally, you had to, yeah, you had to tell me like situation. 15 times today. <laughs> Polina. The one played by Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey, who's an amazing Because obviously they, they couldn't find an actual Russian in the world no but like I think I think um, <laughs> the video game she, she like sold her soul to, to the devil and now every video game has to put her in somewhere yeah, yeah. on she's a dusty road Laura Bailey was trying to give out her hot tape her mixtape yeah. she, she, she's in every video game and honestly like she's amazing she's, an she's amazing very very good so it's okay um, I just think it's funny that you know no of course of Russian. course Call of Duty <laughs> Call of Duty needs to be offensive somehow they're yeah. gonna have they missed a trick not having a uh, Famous Finnish sniper, Samo Haya, who yeah. is going to come as a, you know, absolute legend. He's going to come as an operator. Watch my chops, listeners. And he should have been in this as an operator because it would have been sick. I'm sure he will. Who is this person? He's a famous World War II sniper. Was the man that's credited as froze? having the... I think, yeah, he's the, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's the original credit. He's, he's credited as having the most um, killed. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Watergate. He's no, White no, Death. No, white no, Death. No, no. Was... I'm thinking of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, you're thinking of Metal Gear Solid. No, White Death is his name. White okay. Death. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. So no, what? Just a famous World War II sniper. He's the sniper that's credited as like the best sniper ever. He killed like he an average of 30 hand. or 40 Nazis a day. He used to go in the Finnish. Uh, he's where that legend comes from that's been in loads of films where, because he didn't used to use an optic, like a scope. He used to use the iron sights because you could see the glint of an optic. So he mm. used to just use basic sights and he used to put snow in his mouth so they couldn't even see his condensation. And he's just a bad badass and hid in the Finnish woods and just held like a five mile stretch and killed about 40 Nazis a day and he's where that legend comes from because there were like teams of people hunting him where he shot a guy like through the person's like scope into their eye and it was like the longest distance someone had made a kill at that point with that technology and it's just uh, the history of this man is ridiculous that he actually existed and he definitely is going to be an operator in this game and it's a shame he's not in the campaign but he's like yeah. famous in Finland like he's but, where they're because like, they've got a similar gun culture is a there also a famous him. Russian sniper yeah where the enemy in the bridge story comes from who is a um, woman that they pro- made a lot of propaganda of at the time based on right uh, yeah 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 exactly uh, and it, like the USSR made a lot of propaganda about her during yeah. the war. No, I mean yeah. that kind of stuff is so interesting. I mean, obviously it's Call of Duty. Like they're not gonna, uh, they're not gonna put too much effort into actually making it inter- interesting. Uh, but the the characters are like they 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 they're painted with broad strokes, but they the the, the colors are quite bright. Let's put it like that. Mm. Um, 
And I think it works for that kind of game. Yeah. Like very pulpy, stupid adventure. Yeah. Th- those kind of characters are really like good. one of the one of the closing lines when you die in a COD game. You know the kind of thing you hear with the uh, one what Mamma does for his country or whatever. One of them in this one is Wade Jackson does what Wade Jackson wants to do. <laughs> Like yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of the Ah, he's cards. so annoying. It's kind but, of a bit. But every yeah. Call of Duty, uh, uh, it's poppy. You're right. They need, they need at least one annoying. <laughs> uh, sorry, I bleeped that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they need at least one very annoying character. I feel like, and he's he's that guy. Um, well, there's two thoughts I need to need to release into the world about this campaign, um, and then we can wrap up. Maybe you can say something. You haven't said anything in a while. I've been saying things. It's just been a very long day. It has. But let me say two things. So I played, when I first played the campaign, I played the mission that was shown in the trailer. And I felt like, wow, this is like a modern warfare mod based on The Last of Us. <laughs> when you were like sneaking through like decrepit houses and you're like scared and there's, it's all like brown for some reason. And it's like, wow, this really feels like it completely feels like Modern Warfare that game. Yeah. And like, okay, this is this is a, this is a very strange feeling to me because because it was it was not quite the the very beginning of the game, so I kind of missed the intro, and so I didn't really have a feeling for this. I just jumped into the campaign basically, and I was like, okay, this feels like a mishmash of different games in a weird way, and it looks very good. I have to emphasize that. And then yeah. also, um, especially in game. Um, <laughs> The characters look way too smooth. <laughs> they're they're way too smooth. They're like unbelievable. It looks like a Pixar movie a lot of the time. It does. It looks like someone scrubbed them with like um I don't know, like Master Proper with a head and drone. It's like they're so smooth, it's unbelievable. They do not look like people who are in war, and it, it does kind of like take me out of it. Mm. There's this scene where a uh, spoiler for Vanguard's campaign. Uh, Paulina's uh, dad dies. I think it's her dad. And she's like, you just see from first person, she has her hand on this very smooth face. And it's like, oh no, Papa. And it's like, all the drama is lost because that man looks so funny. I think this, I, I think this is in your head. I think play at least. I, I didn't think, what smooth face. No, I saw it. It was like, oh my, this, this, this is he, like... He looked like, the, he, we were saying, he, he looked like the captain from Tintin. <laughs> I suppose the the art the 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 uh, cinematic art style is reminiscent of the Tintin movie. It actually. does it does look much yeah. better in cutscenes. I think they they hit a much better tone. Whereas in game, it's like yeah. the whole game is very like it's grimy. They, it's because they've toned down the sharpness massively yeah. and they've slightly oversaturated the images, so you get this really cinematic quality to yeah. all of it, and it's very. Whereas yeah. like when you see someone like, which I think works pretty great in gameplay. When it's like big scenes, you have a tank, and it's driving there. And you don't mind the smoothness then. Oh, that- <laughs> then the operator pops his head out and fucking, oh, it looks like Pixar again. <laughs> it looks like fucking Woody. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, honestly, especially... <laughs> sorry, <it's-> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that. Yeah, uh, when, it's, when it's like closest, because uh, I think in the next mission, you save um, Polina's brother. And he again looks very smooth. He doesn't look like a prisoner mm. of war. He looks like he he's getting ready for the match. Just dog. excellent skincare just routine. Excellent. <laughs> like they all just took really good care of their skin. I, I, yeah. I, I think it's that Russian mud. <laughs> yeah. Just the air mud man. baths, forced yeah, yeah, mud yeah. baths. 
No, but the, I don't but, know. But, but I just needed to say that because it bothered me all day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did generally kind of take me out. Where it's like, okay, the characters are kind of weird in game, but it does work in the cutscenes for sure. Like I cannot fault the game really, except the one Nazi who looked like Pippin. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe this is supposed to be that actor. I'm not sure. Maybe it is. Maybe it's actually Dominic. Uh, Domin- Dominic Monaghan. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so wasn't he also? Wasn't that guy? Sorry, segue. Wasn't that guy also in those um, those, that terrible adaptation of Dirk Gently? That was, oh, I haven't seen that. That was on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. And it was awful. It was like Dirk Gently, but American. It was an American Dirk Gently. You see Evan, you see listeners, Evan, you can't see this now. Evan has turned up his nose as if the very thought has disgusted him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the content, like, the, the, the concept is just awful. And, and it's horrendously violent. And I, I don't know if you've read Dirk Gently. Oh, no. It's not horrendously violent. It's basically like almost like a funny Sherlock Holmesy thing, but like with like it's not like gritty and violent. But this is like this um, uh, terrible show. Don't bother. This you now officially is an early game podcast episode because we had a big tangent. Well, it should Jesus. be. I mean, to be honest, we're on the cusp now. I mean, this yeah. week is massive for Call of Duty. Yeah. Battlefield will be next week. Sorry, listeners, but these are. Biggest games of the year, game of the year potential. So obviously it's going to be the focus of the pod. Final question then, to you both. What would you say if someone said they were, is this worth it? Should I get this? Your friend comes, you said, Evan or Faris, you guys work in gaming, you're a pair of gaming journos. Should I buy this? I've only got so much money. I'm not the richest man in the world. Okay, I I can answer this with a question. Okay. What, do you, do you play the multiplayer? Like for at least half a year? Fairly regularly. Let's, let's assume I'm a dip in and out COD fan. I'll play it for at least three months. Maybe I dipped in at Modern Warfare 2019. Maybe I didn't play some of the later Black Ops. Maybe I enjoyed Ghosts. Who knows? Um, I'm hard to place. Well, to that I would say you're a fucking nitwit. There was a great web. There was a great map on Ghosts, Stonehenge. But yes, it was largely a terrible game. I think um, I liked the fish. <laughs> That's a I deep think dive. <laughs> the thing is, I'm oh, always the, the, the fish mechanics. Oh wow, those <laughs> fish looked fucking fantastic. Oh my goodness gracious, they, they were very realistic fish. They were very smooth <laughs> as well. <laughs> and you see, as your friend is quietly left and he's googling on his phone, should I buy it? <laughs> and, and he will get to earlygame.com. Shout out, and he will read our reviews. Yeah. So you're not going to answer. You're <laughs> just going to redirect him to a no, website. But, but honestly, they were very smooth. <laughs> okay, I'll answer. No, no, um. no, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry. I think... The thing is, though, I'm torn with the campaints because they're very short. They're always the same. It's horror, we're heroes, but blah, I don't think anyone buys card for the campaigns. No, but that's the thing. Like, some people do. And also, I mean, if you like card for the multiplayer, if you like Modern Warfare... And if you're gonna if you're gonna play this all year, if that's your if you, if you are into that, yeah, maybe you skipped Black Ops Cold War. You're kind of in the, it's kind of my mode. I've, yeah, I didn't play the game at all. I'm kind of in the mood for COD again. Yeah, yeah. I I'd say it it looks like a solid choice. I would maybe wait for like a slight discount. Um, I think that's yeah. It it's um 
It's proxy. Cod, COD is not resistant to things you talked about with games like FIFA or stuff. It's, it is uh, very similar every year. Um, to some degree, or in, in 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 this case, it's very similar to two years ago. Yeah, I would say um, specifically if you liked 2019's Modern Warfare and, and you, you don't mind a World War Two setting, yeah. consider this. Do look into this. This Definitely, could be a great game for you. I would I would recommend it. I'm I'm personally am not uh, into buying Call of Duty games full price anymore because I don't I don't I only care about the multiplayer and also that only. Like not in a super hardcore way. Yeah, like you're playing for like a hundred hours in like a year. It's yeah. not that much. Um, but this is definitely a good Call of Duty. It's definitely a solid Call of Duty. It's probably not going to blow anyone's minds. It's not going to be a disaster as last year's. What I will it's say, it's a pretty good one. What I will say is, from what I've played so far, it is certainly not as drab and boring. And nothing as World War Two. No, I Sledgehammer's last. It's crazy they didn't bring war. It's crazy they didn't bring the war mode, man. The war was the best thing about. Um, oh no, that sucked ass. It's so, like, crazy war from World War Two. If you don't know, listeners, was this great mode. It was like COD's first chance at really leaning into the battlefield style. And it was a mode where your KD didn't count, so it encouraged people to play for the objective. And you build up. You kind of have this thing where one team's attack and defend, and you play in different areas of this linear I map. Never, I never, never attack or defend. I, I loved know. war. I think it sucked that war didn't come back. I think it it was an interesting idea that I personally didn't think was very well executed. Yeah. Because I got very bored by it, and I, it, it felt like. Um, it it felt like putting on Belfort shoes, but they're two sizes too small. Mm. Yeah. It, it felt wrong. But I think it worked for Card having it in that environment. Well, yeah, I, we, we'll have a separate discussion on more. The thing is, my point was they could have expanded on it, and they chose to. Do it with like Champion Hill, for example. Yeah, Champion Hill's a poor mode. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, if you, if someone was to ask me, I'd say, if you with the, tw- is it worth it? If you like 2019, yes, you should go for it or at least consider it. I'd say, if you're a standard Call of Duty fan that's looking for the multiplayer, this leans into Modern Warfare 2019's design philosophy. If you don't like that, if you still prefer Black Ops Pick Ten more competitive, you won't like this. But otherwise, you would. If you're a Warzone player and you're a serious Warzone player, obviously well, you're going to need to get it to level up your weapons, get on meta. I would say for the average player that dips in and out each year, it's still worth looking into. If you haven't been into COD for a while, this is a good setting, especially older fans. World at War can expect a lot of those remasters. I think a lot of people should really have a look into this and consider this. I personally am really enjoying it, um, but it's not its not as revolutionary or groundbreaking as Modern Warfare 2019. No, it's not like no. a, you must buy this if you like shooters. No. Uh, it's a good I would agree. It's a, it's a solid one and you should consider it. Mm. Um, I think it's also maybe a bit too early for us to give like a definite... Um, yeah. answer to yeah. this because we basically just played it for the day um, but yeah it's definitely a good one okay right, um, yeah nice I, 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 I agree I think it's a very very good um, pew pew pow pow shoot the Nazi in the face um, have some good time uh, drop very shotting. smooth faces those um, well uh, yeah I mean I, I think that it was I think that it is a pretty solid entry in the series I think there are some really good maps that yeah. I really enjoy um, I personally am not enthusiastic 
and certainly not as enthusiastic as you two are about the campaign. And the zombies mode is quite disappointing in my opinion. So I think, you know, like I'm looking at this and I'm thinking overall the game's looking to me like more of a 7 out of 10 where it stands right now. Fair enough. I think I'll that- see where I'm at the end of the thing. I think for me it's 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 at least an 8 for me. It's a bit rosy tinted glasses because World at War was like my card uh, in a huge way. And so that it kind of that does tint my view, but for me it will be between the 8 and the 9 region. <laughs> I would say also, if you were rocking it back in World at War days, you're gonna fucking love this game. Yeah. That's shocking to me. I love World War, World War eight, eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, when I play Dome and Castle again, I'm right there. I've got Elbrey and Afro Samurai in my cans. Oh, I mean, I got. I mean, I think the Minari, 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 Minari. Yeah, we got on the pod. You're getting a regiment invite, boy. <laughs> I will say that uh, Castle in particular is incredible. Castle is yeah, fantastic. Is. You wait till they bring um, up people. Honestly, guys, one more thing. Okay. 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 Let's, let's wrap this up. Okay, we'll wrap Fa- this up. Uh, short bullet short. point. Faces, too smooth. Maps, very good. Um... That's about it. Okay, final thing. <laughs> Goodbye, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. If you did play World of War, if you didn't, Upheaval will be coming. There's no way they don't remaster it. And it's maybe the best map in Call of Duty multiplayer history. It's definitely the best search and destroy map in Call of Duty history. Watch my chops. And please send us a comment on Facebook to answer the following question. How can I make my face as smooth just cut this we don't have a Facebook what do you mean ask us on Facebook what you want to reach out to you personally and message you what do you mean ask them on Facebook add Evan Williams on Facebook he takes every request yeah add Evan on add add Evan's personal account on Facebook and message him this question (laughs) and don't message me the question message him the answer (laughs) the answer to the question and message me on Twitter at Will. O-L-I-M-A-R-W-I-L Olimar was a very cute, adorable character from a great game. Great in Smash. Great in Smash. My favorite Smash character, which is, to many people, very fucked, but in my opinion, is the only answer to that question. This is the bit where Farris starts um, to lower the audio and plays elevator music. We can keep going no, if we want, no. but... <laughs> no, we're I, done. We're done. This, this, this is how the last podcast ended. I literally had to say, we're done, Evan. You could just talk. <laughs> how, how can I make my face more smooth? Uh, moisturizer is very good. I use shea butter. Um, it's also quite good. It makes you very greasy at first, but it works. I don't like greasy. Yeah. Right, this is this is not a podcast about Cod Vanguard. But what do we get to on the men's? No, no, we're done. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What time do we get to? Like an hour. Patience of the same. Oh yeah. <laughs>